On today's Locked On Texan podcast, is change on the horizon for the Houston Texans? Lovey Smith may have possibly hinted at Kyle Allen appearing this season. And the rookies, the ups and downs of the first season, why this can be used as a learning lesson for the young guys moving forward in their NFL careers. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Texans is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code <clears throat> Locked On. I'm John Hickman, joined by none other than Cody Davis. I had an opportunity for... You know, head coach Lovey Smith to address what's been the talking point around this franchise right now. Lovey Smith was at the podium. He was asked about what he believes he sees in Davis Mills, uh, what makes him believe in Davis Mills. And his response was, I'm asked that a lot. I don't know how to answer it anymore. It's tough to talk about how much someone has grown after yesterday cody the booze at the stadium which it wasn't that many booze because it wasn't that many people oh how about <laughs> in the nrg you know kind of rained down on sunday and from our conversations that we've had that's not the first time and it's warranted because of the play of second year quarterback davis mills who I think by far, man, has shown how much of a third-round quarterback pick that he was yeah, um, th this season, right? Selected around Kyle Trask. Uh, so there was another quarterback that was – Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. They, they, they were all kind of <laughs> close to one another in terms of drafting, uh, draft area. But both of those guys went into situations where they didn't have to play their rookie year. Right, both of those guys went into situations where it's okay if I'm a third round quarterback or you know third or later round quarterback, I can sit and learn and not have to worry about having a franchise on my shoulders. Whole lot different for Davis Mills, which is why I think that they have tried to see him see it through, allow him to see it through, but not good this year. Those were Lovey Smith's comments. How do you respond? The one thing I would give the Houston Texans um, that. After the 2021 campaign ended, the one thing that I got from Nick Asirio at the time, David Cully later turned into Lovey Smith. Um, at the time, Tim Kelly later turned into Pep Hamilton was the fact that it did it did not matter what went on throughout the offseason and throughout the 2021 campaign, they were going to give Davis Mills an opportunity to showcase whether or not he can be the starting quarterback for the future. And as we sit here on 
November 22nd, 2022, entering week 12 of the season with a 1-8-1 record. I think we can all agree that Davis Mills has not lived up to that promise. But, John, I don't understand the, the, the outcry to have Kyle Allen play this season. I understand that Davis Mills has looked bad. I understand that Davis Mills has made a lot of us look like fools, including me. I understand all that. But as I said on yesterday's show, and I'm going to repeat it again, you're one, eight, and one. The season is lost. And when I take a look at the Houston Texans, a lot of their problems also goes beyond of the play of Davis Mills. With that being said, at this point, it is in the Texans' best interest to continue to develop their young guys and to see what they can do. And look, I say all that just to say they were confident, they wanted, and they did give Davis Mills an opportunity to go through the season and just continue with it. Because, John, I don't understand what Kyle Allen is going to provide to this organization. I don't see it. I'm sorry. Well, like I mentioned on yesterday's show, we talked about King Young Green getting subbed out. Well, that maybe didn't make a lot of sense because I don't think that Justin McCray would do a better job than what the rookie was doing on Sunday going up against Allen mm-hmm. and Payne. That's what we know about a player, a backup player for this season. We don't know what Kyle Allen can or cannot do for this offense this season because we haven't seen it. And so I look at Davis Mills. We've seen everything I think we possibly need to see. No, yeah. And I, I, and I agree. That, I agree. And I think that it makes sense if you really sit down and say, you know what? We got to make a move. Because now I think it will affect the players around you, the locker room. What is making him so untouchable that we have to be discreet about, you know, whether or not he should be the starter and, and now it's an issue when you're getting called out in, in the press conference and media. What's, what, what about him? It's making him, you know, we got to keep giving him chances after chances. Not much. To, he is a third-round quarterback, right? And I say that because normally first-rounders will give that type of leeway. Like, I immediately think about the New York Jets and how bad Zach Wilson <laughs> has been playing. Did you know Joe Flacco has more passing touchdowns then Zach Wilson in least amount of games. But but John, that's 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 my thing. Hold on, let me let me get this right. That's my thing. The Jets are sitting with a six and four record, so it makes sense for them to replace Zach Wilson because he's playing like trash. They still have an opportunity to get into the playoffs. Right, the Houston well, right, Texans so, do not. But, but my clip to clarify where, where I was going with it, I'm saying what about Davis Mills? is getting him this time like the Jets are giving the like Zach Wilson. There isn't much. So now I think it becomes a locker room issue if you don't consider moving on from this quarterback. Before I move on, I do want to say that Lovey Smith said that the coaching staff makes the decisions on lineup <laughs> changes, process involves position coaches and coordinators. If there's something major Everyone is involved and communicated with, including Nick Casario and Cal McNair, 
Hard to believe a meeting will not be had this week about <laughs> moving on from Davis Mills as your starting quarterback. And with that being said, before moving on, I do want you guys to listen to what Lovey Smith had to say about what he is seeing out of Kyle Allen at practice. I think what we've seen in practice, you know, in practice, um, I think most NFL teams, you know, the, the guy that's in the backup role doesn't get a lot of reps. But what the backup does is he goes against the number one defense the majority of the time. So Kyle can make all of the throws. Uh, he has a history of, of good play uh, in the NFL. And, um, again, he's, been, he's a veteran that's been in this situation. He gets rid of the ball quickly. There's a lot of things uh, to like about what Kyle has done. And when he played in the preseason with the limited amount of time that he had, I thought he did a pretty good job. It's the holiday season, which means it's all about fall sports. And with fall sports comes a lot of different ways you are able to make some money what prize picks, the money don't stop. It actually keeps rolling. Super simple, super easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry, not competing against other people. Uh, it's just you versus the projections available. Includes NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA, college basketball, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, college football, everything out there, including cricket. Oh, yeah. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Also currently operational in over 30 states, including Canada. So download the Prospects app or go to prospect.com to sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match with up to 100 up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on. And ladies and gentlemen, I also want to let you guys know about our friends over at Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts across the US, the UK, Canada and coming soon to Australia. Forget the boring car rentals. Drive your car that you want from a local host of market, a marketplace of local hosts at Turo.com. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans. And of course, we're still talking about. One of the worst performances in franchise history. And, John, I know it seemed like every single week I come on this show and say it. But, you know, the product that the Houston Texans have been putting out on the field, you know, it, it, it's been disappointing. I'm not going to say it's been bad, which, I mean, it has been bad. But, you know, which I just can't get over the promise that, uh, well, the little bit of the promise that this team came into the season with, you know, they, have, they haven't shown it. But... What I would like to say, even through the bad, you can still take away some good. And look, I still believe that the draft class that Nick Casario has has put together the from the rookies, starting with um, Derek Stingley Jr. all the way to some of the undrafted rookies he was able to sign. You know, I've liked what I've seen from these guys this season. And in the words of Lovey Smith, I know that is hard to say, especially after the performance that took place on Sunday, because no rookie showed anything in that loss against the Washington Commanders. But John, we talked about it a little bit on yesterday, and I want to bring it back up again today. 
you know, it hurts. It sucks to see. But at the same time, I truly do believe that it doesn't matter if it's Keon Green, who on yesterday had, what, two penalties. Um, Davis Mills was sacked five times. He had two of those five sacks. Terrible performance from Keon Green. Um, you know, we've been talking about Jalen's Petrie play. You know, it hasn't been as effective as it was at the start of the season during preseason. Um, and then, of course, you take a look at Damian Pierce, a career low, eight yards on the ground. Um, the draft class did not look good on Sunday. But, John, I truly do believe that even though we are watching these guys' struggles as of right now, we are watching these guys build something for the future in terms of their development. Now, before moving on, I had an opportunity to ask Lovey Smith about watching film with Keon Green and how do you go about using that moment as not only a learning curve, but also using it as a moment where they don't get down on themselves too often. Well, uh, what we do, I mean, it's, you know, it's big boy business a little bit too. What we do, good or bad, we go through everything that, that has been done, you know, in the previous game. And that's what we're going to do with Kenyon. Uh, believe me, there's been a lot of learning moments that we've gone through uh, with him. Um, but a, a part of taking that next step is to go through some of those days when the guy that's playing against you may be better than you right now. But you learn and you just hope you just get better and better. And and what we're going to do, if that player, whoever it is, Kenyon, whoever, is who we think is our best option, we got to let them get their nose bloodied a little bit and keep going and try to get them better. The one thing that I like about Keon Green struggling on Sunday, um, hearing what Lovey Smith had to say, John, listeners and viewers, I truly do believe that we are really going to see what Kenyon Green is truly made of. And I say that because I go back to early on in the season when Damian Pierce, um, you know, did not look good in his pass protection. I go back to week three against the Chicago Bears where Damian Pierce fumbled not once but twice in the game and got taken out. And after both of those games, you know, the, there was some criticism around Damian Pierce. And we have seen this young man develop after that game against the Bears. And we're looking at Damian Pierce and thinking to ourselves, you know, this guy is arguably the best running back that the Houston Texans have had since the days of Arian Foster. I say all that just to say, when you take a look at Keon Green, I want to see him use this moment as a learning experience and, and, and get better, not just for 2023 and beyond, but use this moment to get better starting on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. Yes, I understand that, you know, you, you have some teams coming up where, you know, it's still going to be a struggle going up against some very talented defensive line units. But at the same time, we have to see progression in his rookie season. Yeah, listen, I like that. Coach Lovey Smith said, "Sometime if you if you're our best option, we're gonna have to let you get your nose bloody, mm -hmm. you know, get dirty out there." And I like that simply because you are the best option uh, right now on this team. You are the best of the best that this roster has to offer. And so again, subbing him out or you know, kind of cutting him a little bit <clears throat> won't do much justice. You know, the best experience, learning experience, is actually being out there playing time. And you know what? To be honest with you. <clears throat> I think he's going to get, looking at Kenyon Green, the rookie, he's going to get somewhat of a break going up against 
the Miami Dolphins, they don't get a lot of sacks on the inside defensively. Mm-hmm. Right? They get a lot of those sacks on the outside, bringing pressure. So uh, Sunday's matchup is going to be a, a matchup for Titus Howard and Laramie Tunsil. But I think that this will be a good game for not only Kenyon Green, but Quisenberry as well to get their heads back on and their, on their shoulders and get back on track. So uh, I, I respect Lovey Smith acknowledging that, for one, you know, I don't know if a lot of people caught it or not, but he's the best option we have, <laughs> right? He just so happens to be a 21-year-old rookie with a lot of expectations, but emphasis on he's 21, and then I want to emphasize he is the best option <laughs> that they have. And, and that simply means he's a young guy, young in the NFL, young in this world, right? His body is still maturing. But he's better than everybody else. So we're not moving on, and this is what it is, what it is for right now. And not just for Keon Green as well, but also for Jalen Petrie. And I'm looking at Jalen Petrie the same way. Like, I want to know what you are truly about. Because ever since he got drafted, ever since the start of what, rookie minicamp, we have been praising Jalen Petrie all the way up until, what, the game probably against the New York Giants, I want to say. That's when things really started to take a decline. In, yeah, well, you know, it, it started to break down a little bit with Petrie early in there with those missed tackles. But that mm-hmm. Giants game was a large microscope. Yeah, and, you know, it didn't look that much better um, against the Washington Commanders. A little bit, but not that much. But once again, man, you know, it, it sucks to look at these rookies, but I truly do believe that these guys are going to benefit from going through these struggles now versus later on in their careers when things really matter, especially yeah. when you have a better quarterback. Absolutely. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, even esports getting in on the action. We've got it all over at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest option and the best way to get your betting fix, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. Thanks for making the Locked On Texan podcast your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast with the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just stick with it, man. Uh, you know, practice good habits. Um, you know, don't just because you're on a team that's three and fourteen, <clears throat> don't play like that. Uh, practice good habits because it can all change fast. It can change this year. It can change next year. But you have to build good habits, and if you don't build good habits, uh, then the habits that you build become who you are. And uh, they have a lot of young talent. Okay. Uh, Kevin Porter, KPJ is incredible. Um, Jalen Green is incredible. Jabari Smith is incredible. They have a lot of young talent. And, um, you know, they, they, they can be really good down the line. But <clears throat> when you're on a team that's struggling, uh, you see a lot of guys, a lot of young guys come in this league and, and they just play the wrong way. And then they finish their career playing the wrong way. You know, um, then you end up. Uh, in a much different position than you should be in later on in your career. 
because you build bad habits in the first two or three years of your career. So I just uh, say to those young guys and um, challenge them to <clears throat> try to do everything the right way. Uh, I know they're being taught the right way, so just practice that because in the long run, that's what's going to change us from a losing team to a winning team, a, a, a losing young, talented team to a, a winning veteran team. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked on Texas. And yes, I understand. Hearing and seeing Draymond Green on Locked on Texans probably threw a lot of you guys for a loop. Uh, for those of you guys who know, some of you guys may not know, but I also covered the Houston Rockets as well. And after the Texans lost to the Washington Commanders, I had to head over to Toyota Center and cover the Rockets versus the Golden State Warriors. And after that game, I had an opportunity to catch up with Draymond. And I asked Draymond, what advice would you give to a rebuilding team um, like the Rockets? And when he started talking about building good habits and making sure that you are not playing the wrong way, I could not, I could not help but think about the Houston Texans as well. And, you know, the Golden State Warriors, man, you know, they struggled for a very long time. And ever since, you know, Steph and Draymond and Clay and all those boys came in, you know, they basically built something special in the NBA. But there was one time a team just like the Houston Texans, it seemed like they could never get it right. And then, of course, as we know now, full championships in, in you know, they got it right. But I say all I just say, John, when I take a look at the Houston Texans and I take a look how they rebuild have started over the last two years. Um, I kind of feel like the Texans are in danger of putting together a fair rebuild to where they will be establishing a losing culture. And not only that, you heard what he said about playing the, you know, not playing the wrong way. It also takes me back to a conversation we had here several times here on this show, whether that's Derek Stingley, whether that's, you know, Damian Pierce, whether that's Davis Mills, you know, do the Houston Texans actually have the right, personnels in position to help these help these players play to their strengths and of course help this organization move forward oh man you know that's a tough question um you know i, I kind of feel like it's not only strictly on the coaching staff mm -hmm. the issues with the houston texans uh we just heard davis i mean not davis mills levy smith in regards to davis mills you know, he communicated that if it's a something major, then you got Cal McNair and Nick Casario involved on, on the decision. Mm -hmm. And I personally believe that major football, on-field football decisions shouldn't necessarily, you know, be a concern for your owner. Uh, and if it's a on-the-field issue that is, you know, holding uh, your team back, then it should be your head coach that says we may need to move on from this player at this time where at the very least give him a break to breathe. I don't know if Nick Casario should be a part of that process if the play is just downright visibly bad. Uh, but I say – I wanted to say that to say this. If we look at Lovey Smith's tenure, not even a full year in since he got hired <laughs> so far for the Houston Texans, practicing wrong, playing wrong. I don't know if we can put all of the blame on Lovey Smith simply because I've acknowledged that I believe Pepper Hamilton has been 
handcuffed with his play calling because of the inabilities of his quarterback. And there may be a, a percentage of the success Lovey Smith could or you know, hasn't been able to achieve yet because he may be handcuffed by some things behind the scenes with some decisions he may want to be 100% on. It's just not getting backed. But I am on, on the train of saying that Levy Smith should be done after this year or at the very least. If he continues to be the head coach, then, okay, a new D.C. I think is important. Um Maybe there's more of a collective team with play calling. I'm not 100% sure, but I've seen the Ben McDaniels talk, and I don't know how much smoke that needs to have. But with this team, man, you just never really necessarily know where all the blame should be pointed at. And I think that kind of hurts who or who should not be in a certain position, which in the end affects the players because – it goes back to what Draymond Green is saying. In the NFL, it's not only practicing good habits, but it's also continuously being put in good positions to succeed. And that's an issue with the Houston Texans all in itself. Hmm. Um, it is a culture issue, right? And it was a culture issue whenever they were making it seem like the cleansing of the culture was top priority, but now it still seems like you know, we're only a couple of weeks removed from Jack Easterby. <laughs> what is the real DNA of this culture? That's all a question now. Um, and, and and you hate for it to end up really hurting or stunting the growth of some of these young bucks, man. You don't want to mm-hmm. see, you know, Keon Green playing by the wayside in a couple of years because maybe uh, a, a coach position coach was brought in that because of a connection, not necessarily because that player could get better. Not accusing them, just saying, what if that's the case, right? Maybe you don't want to see Jalen Petrie by the wayside or Stingley by the wayside because the utilization of those players and their talents and the lack thereof at times throughout the games, which could potentially hurt this team. All I'm saying is, man, they got to get it right. They got to get it under control. They have to create a DNA that they can stand 10 toes on. And then from there, you just hope that the young guys can soak it all in and get better day in, day out. They got to. And, John, um, it doesn't matter if they keep Lovey Smith or not. Next year is going to be, I think, the most crucial year on what direction the Houston Texans go in. Because you cannot go for a third consecutive season having everyone from the fans and media members looking at the roster, looking at the play calling, looking at the, looking at, um, you know, what's going on in upper management. And we all keep coming back to what the hell was that? And what the hell is going on? Like I keep mentioning, man, they have to find stability, whether that's with Lovey Smith or not next year is going to be very crucial because if not, you're always going to find yourself back at square one. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texan. Follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. Also like, comment, subscribe on YouTube under the name Locked On Texans.
And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, it's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.